Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading again, we're reading the last couple verses of Matthew chapter 14. I will say there are no words of Jesus in this little text, but there is something that I want to address about Jesus. And so obviously the text is about Jesus today. So we remember uh, to recap, Jesus has lost his cousin John the Baptist to beheading, brutal death. Jesus tries to get away. Crowds follow him. He has compassion on them. His gut is wrenched, it says, and he feeds the 5,000. Heals them, feeds the 5,000. He makes his disciples get into a boat. He goes away to be with the Father, and then he comes walking to his disciples on the lake. Peter comes out to him. Jesus says, come to me, or come and walk on the water with me, and Peter gets afraid, and Jesus says, why did you doubt? That's where we were yesterday. Well, now they make it to the other side, and we'll see what happens. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about the problem, in quotation marks, of healing. I don't know about you, but I've been a Christian a long time, and I've seen people healed, and I've seen people not healed. And uh, in these passages like this, sometimes we, we see it, and everyone is healed. Jesus heals everyone, it says. All who touched his cloak. And so there have been many ways that this has been interpreted, and some of them really bad for our relationship with God, I think, that, that many people think that this kind of text is saying to us, well, if you just have the faith, if you believe enough, that God will do it. And they think the reason why Jesus, you know, everyone he touched was healed was because Jesus was just in such sync with the Father. So if we just get in that kind of sync with the Father... Uh, we as like apostles sent ones of Jesus, we can heal all kinds of people and everyone should be healed. The problem is, is that real life doesn't seem to bear that out. So what is the issue? So some people just say, well, it's your faith. You didn't have enough faith. I like to always say, well, what would the flip side of that be? If you had enough faith, you could be immortal, right? I mean, you just be healed all the time. Uh, you could heal everyone. Everyone would be healed, and so there would never be death or mourning or crying or pain. That's the new heaven and the new earth. Some people say, well, Jesus had this kind of special ability because he was the Messiah, and these were the signs of the Messiah, and that could be part of it, um, and because he was in such close relationship with the Father. We do see the early apostles are able to heal like Jesus did, so that brings a few more questions. Um I want to bring a couple things into this. The first is that for Jesus and, and the people of Jesus' day, uh, healing was more than just physical. 
So these people, many of them who are sick, there was this belief that if you were sick or born deformed, especially if you were a leper, you had a skin disease, you could not be part of the worshiping community. So part of the deal with this healing is these people have been ostracized and they're not able to worship with their brothers and sisters. They're not able to be a part of uh, the temple worship. And so Jesus is not just healing their physical illness. He's healing them. He's making them whole. They're able to rejoin their community, to go to worship with their families, to be a part of this worshiping community. Because there was a belief that if you were sick, that you had somehow, that you had somehow like lost the favor of God and that you were unholy and so you couldn't worship in the community, especially certain illnesses. Um, and so maybe what Jesus is doing here is restoring wholeness. Also, Jesus is the Messiah and um, Matthew is pointing out these healings because that was to be a sign, like the lame would walk and the blind would see. And so part of Jesus' mission as the Messiah was he, he was the fulfillment of these things. Um, but we will see if, if you read this same text in John, when they get to the other side at Gennesaret, like it says here, the crowds have followed the boat of the disciples because they got their bellies full at the feeding of the 5,000. And they're kind of confused because they didn't see Jesus walk on the water, but now he's in the boat with the disciples and they press on Jesus for more bread. And Jesus elsewhere will say things like this wicked and adulterous generation that demands a sign. And in this, in John, he says, you came not because uh, you, you believed in me, but because you got bread, you got your stomachs full and now you want more. I used to preach that sermon for, for teens and say, you just showed up for the pizza, right? You came not for me. And so here's the bigger thing about healing is the question of what is our motivation when we want healing? Ultimately, what we are to want is Jesus we are to want God. We are to want relationship with God. We are to want wholeness, whatever that means, even if it doesn't mean we're physically healed. So that's one point, that once you have a healing, there will never be enough healing. It's an addictive thing. It is, it is this thing where Jesus says they just keep asking for a sign. And if God has to keep proving himself to you, do you really have faith? Do you really believe? Do you really trust him? Do you really want God, even if God never gave you anything else in your life? If just a relationship with God and, and knowing God, would that be enough for you? And let me tell you, the, the joy, the peace, uh, the love, the relationship that comes from knowing God, even if God never gave you anything else in your life, would be enough. And that is the question. Would you follow Jesus if he never handed you another thing? And I'll tell you, Jesus will always bless you more than you could ever believe, not just physically, but just in your life. Um, but the question is, will you follow God? Will you love God for God? And so that's one of the problems with healing is if you continually need the next healing, do you really want God or do you want God, what God is giving you? Has God become an idol, in other words? Because an idol is anything that substitutes for God. So has that healing become an idol? It would be a better way to say that. And then the other thing I want to say is that we, I think we look over the miraculous every day. 
Uh, you can walk out your door. The fact that you were able to watch this and, and you're breathing, uh, just walk out in creation. Think about the fact that in our world every day there are babies born without any complication and their bodies will mature and grow and organ systems will develop that will last. Now listen to this. Those organs will last 75, 80, 90, sometimes 100 years without failure. Try to get your car to go that long, right? Like the things that we just take for granted. Albert Einstein had this great quote. He said, either all of the world is miraculous, is a miracle, or none of it is. The fact that our sun is the perfect distance to keep from burning up the earth. Like this whole world is filled with the miraculous. And so many times we just take it for granted. I mean, even medical procedures, if you want to talk about healing, the fact that I had a friend the other day who went in and the doctor took a, a camera thing up their leg into their heart and looked and, and maybe had to put a stent in or whatever. Like, that's a miracle. And who gave those doctors the wisdom, the understanding, the mind that could think that? Who, who gave that first person the inventive idea? It was God. It's all come from God. Everything you have is from God. The fact that you're breathing today and you have the eyeballs that can see this video that work, at least mostly, I get these glasses, but that work. The fact that you can see these, this video or listen to this podcast that fact is a miracle. And we look over the miraculous every day and we just call it commonplace. So Einstein's quote might be good for us today. Either it's all a miracle, and this is one of the, the greatest scientific minds uh, of the last century, right? Or none of it's a miracle. And I choose to believe that it all is. So here's the deal. If you're always looking for God to give you the next thing, you might ask yourself, is it God I want? Or is it stuff that God can give me? And if it's God you want, you begin to see that everything is a miracle. That those relationships you have that feed your life with so much goodness, that's a miracle. The fact that you have the capacity for that kind of relationship. The fact that you're breathing today. The fact that you can do work if you're out working. The fact that you may have grandkids you're watching. Whatever it is. This life is a miracle, and God has already given us so many that we have just looked over. So, to always need the next healing, that is idolatry. And in fact, it goes against what I'm preaching on Sundays now, the fact that Ecclesiastes will tell us we are all going to die. But then even in that, Jesus has miraculously conquered death, and we will be raised to new life. And our body will be like his glorious body. And uh, I believe that. I trust that. And so I hope today that, that you will have your eyes opened as you go out. And I hope you will see that all of life is a miracle. And that God is in all of it. And you can just receive that with joy. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast. 
so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day. Thank you.